Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a good day. Today, we got a pretty crazy story. Actually, two pretty crazy stories, but the first one is about a spoiled kid who ends up burning down his park. I know you'll enjoy it, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's just get right into it. So anyways, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story Bobby. We're going to call the next subscriber in the next story Hank because uh, we're, we're having a theme. And if you guys can guess the theme in the comment section, then congrats to you. Anyways, right, so... Every single year, you know, Bobby is 15. So for the last two years, I should say every single year, Bobby, you know, hosted a talent show in the park. It was, look, it was a very kind of like nonchalant, fun, have all the neighborhood kids come out with their talents with huge quotation marks around the talents because we already know what the talents are going to be. It's like, I can build Legos with the instructions or, I don't know, I can drink water while choking out a bit of a sentence at the same time like you know it's talents right and uh, the whole but it was fine it's cute bunch of little kids and the parents would come and there would be a prize given to the first place and the prize would just be something pretty dinky as well but it's look when you're 13 or 14 or 15 this is your world like this is all you know so you really just didn't care this this was important this was really important right so this was the third year of this going on, so it was pretty official, and there was a kid in the neighborhood who we're going to call the spoiled kid. And in every single one of my, look, spoiled kid is kind of a, very a general term on this channel. It could be someone who flexes all their money that they didn't earn, it could be someone who's just generally very entitled, you could even have a spoiled kid who has no money, right, or just, or not enough, or like not that much, right? But the thing is, he's just given everything he's wanted. It he's given everything he's ever wanted. Okay, I said that right. I'm always jumbling my words. But yes, in this this year, you know, the spoiled kid didn't participate last year. He was in the audience. His mom was like, you're coming to this. Like, I know you don't want to go, but you're coming to this. And he was like, God damn it, mom. God damn it. Right. But eventually he did come. Um, I don't know why I made him Cartman for a second, but it works. It works. And, uh, you know, he came last year to the, <laughs> to the thing. Um, and uh, he realized that he wasn't winning because he wasn't participating. And he thought to himself, well, since I'm the greatest of all time, that I will win this because I, I deserve to, right? And uh, so it was kind of like his, uh, look at that 3v1. Damn, look at you. Let, let's go, Connor. Some good gameplay for once. And, oh, I spoke too soon. Anyways, though, it was this year that the spoiled kid was like, I'm going to win this. I'm going to compete and I'm going to get first place. And I'm going to show all the kids that I am truly the best, right? So let's just jump ahead to the day before the talent show. 
So the day, so there was kind of like a sign up sheet for like, oh, like the talent show, whatever. Tell me like if you want to sign up, and you didn't have to say what your talent was gonna be. However, the day before, it was almost like rehearsal, and uh, so Bobby basically, you know, his Bobby and his parents run it, right? It wasn't just a 14, 15 year old kid, uh, you know, organizing a massive event with all these kids or whatever, right? It was, it wasn't I- exactly that. But, uh, you know, his, his parents did a lot of the behind the scenes. But anyways, Bobby and his parents were hosting like a pre-talent show, uh, come test out what you're doing to make sure that it works on the big stage, right? Uh, to make sure that, you know, you can actually do it. So if you're like, I don't know, be like, oh, I'm really good at water skiing. And then you, you know, show up to the stage in the middle of the woods with your water skis. You know, you won't be confused on the day of the talent show and you'll know why you can't show off your water skiing because they're you know you're not in a boat in the middle of the ocean but uh you know the kids show up and they check in and the spoiled kid checks in and bobby is a little confused because the spoiled kid doesn't come with anything so he's probably thinking like oh he can just like i don't know have a really good uh spongebob accent um he can tie his shoes well i i don't know right so you know, he goes up and asks because, you know, Bobby checks the person in and then kind of like looks at what they're doing. And if he has any questions, he's like, oh, what are you doing? If it's not super obvious. And, uh, you know, Bobby goes up to the spoiled kid and is like, hey, what are you doing? And the spoiled kid's like, it's like a one-time thing. Like once I do it, I can't do it again. So I'm not going to do it on the rehearsal. And Bobby was now pretty intrigued because a lot, that's not true. There's not a lot of, uh, talents right that are you do them once and then you can never do them again like that's very that's very specific to say the least so bobby's bobby's intrigued and he's like oh like what what is it and the spoiled kid says i'm I, i'm not gonna tell you and bobby's like well it'd be i'd like to know it you know it's i'm not gonna tell anyone if you're worried about like word getting out if you wanted to be a surprise and then bobby or the spoiled kid's like nope it's it's not it's a surprise i'm sorry and Bobby was like, okay, whatever. Because Bobby didn't expect it to be something insane. Which it was, um, but we're getting to that. And so let's just jump to the day of the talent show. So you're in the woods, not super deep in the woods, but you're in the woods. There's this like wooden stage type thing that was created by Bobby and his parents and some of the neighborhood kids. And they take it down and put it up every single year. There was a bunch of folding chairs. You were encouraged if you had a chair to bring it, but they also got borrowed some folding chairs from like the school or some local something that had folding chairs, right? So, uh, you know, they had a whole setup. The parents came in. They were all like, uh, you know, sitting there. One And there's a whole line of kids with their stuff, right? Their talents, whatever. And sure enough, kids would wander up on stage one by one. So you'd see people that were, I don't know, they go up on stage and they would have like one of those like uh, dummies or whatever in their hands. They would be drinking a glass of water. They would be, you know, choking on the water and nothing would be coming out of the dummy's mouth. They would like cough up all the water and then they would ask for applause because this is a 14 year old talent show. I don't know what you're expecting. So there was a lot of that. And the thing was like, Bobby was like, okay, this person's going up. And Bobby was one of the judges he had like three other older neighborhood kids um actually no 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 it wasn't older it was past winners i think in the very beginning what because like this was submitted to me over on instagram at connor pugs submit it there if you want to submit your own stories i think the first like the first one or two um competitions um that was like 
that was judged by older kids because this was kind of like just for like kids in like Bobby's age or whatever. So you'd have like 18, 19 year olds coming in and uh, they would be judging. But now it was like the last two winners and Bobby were like the three people writing down marks or whatever. So Bobby was like, you know, like, oh, that's a seven. Oh, that's a three. Oh, that's a that's a that's a light eight. That's really good or whatever. I don't know. And that's when it's coming around time for the spoil kid's turn. And uh, <laughs> the spoil kid has quite, quite the uh, quite the talent. I don't even really know how it was a, considered a talent, but you'll see. So basically, right, the spoil kid starts to walk on stage, and he's holding in one hand. Uh, and by the way, disclaimer: do not do any of this. Do not try and replicate this. Do not do anything like this. This is ridiculous, probably illegal, and very insane. Please do not do this. I know I have a slightly younger audience that watches me, um, so I just got to make it extremely clear that this is not cool. This is not chill. No one will say, oh, I guess you're chill like that after you do what is about to be done. So just disclaimer out of the way. The spoiled kid walks on stage with a bunch of fireworks. Yeah, fireworks. And, like, a lighter for the fireworks. So, obviously, you know, Bobby sees this, turns the other two contestants, and, like, kind of basically runs up to the stage, and he starts, like, waving his hands, and everyone in the audience is pretty confused, right? And he's like, like, dude, dude, you can't do fireworks on here. And the spoiled kid's like, what do you mean? Like, it's my talent. Of course I can do fireworks on here. And he goes to light it, and Bobby's like, no, 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 you can't. Like, we can't let you do that. Spoiled kid starts to get a little bit angry because he's like, well, this was my talent. How I don't have another talent to give. How am I supposed to win if this is like my, if this is it, like this is all I have. Like, how am I supposed to win if I don't have another talent to show? And, you know, at this point, Bobby's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, you can't do the fireworks. There's always next year, right? There's always next year, um, I guess. But you just can't do those. And at this point, like, everyone was looking at him because people are like, oh, what's this, why is this kid still on stage? Like, what's going on? And the spoiled kid starts to get, like, all nervous or whatever. He's like, no, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, I gotta, I gotta do this because I gotta win. I, I, just, I, I gotta win this. And everyone was kind of confused. Like, why is he, like, so adamant on winning this? Like, that's kind of weird. And the spoiled kid's like, like, step back, bro. And, uh, you know, Bobby's like, what do you mean? He's like, just step away from the stage for a second. So Bobby does, because he's like, you know, this kid's probably, like, I'm just going to do what he says because, like, he probably means that for my safety. But Bobby didn't put two and two together. So basically, right, you know, Bobby steps back from the stage. The spoiled kid grabs the lighter and quickly ignites all the fireworks, right? And at this point, like, everyone in the audience starts, like, talking. You know that kind of, like, crowd murmur when something is going on? And then, like, everyone's, like, some of the people in the audience are, like, wait a minute, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, like, some of the parents are, like, hey, he's got, like, a firework. Like, everyone get back. And people start, like, they don't, they, they don't sprint out of there. But, you know, like, a very, a very slow progressing into a faster and faster crowd dispersion. That's basically what went on here. So yeah, the, the fireworks lit off. Instead of shooting towards the crowd, thankfully, that would have been terrible. I mean, this wasn't great either. They shot backwards, and then it, like, this wasn't a massive forest, but it was, like, a little brush. They, like, hit the trees, and they lit the trees on fire. Like, there was a massive fire going on behind them. At this point, 
you know, Bobby, the spoiled kid, all the kids are running out of there. The parents are calling 911 to get, like, the fire department in there. It's stuff like that, you know how it is. Um, uh, you already know, man. Like, uh, it, it's not great. So the fire department gets there. Thankfully, they're able to put out the fire. But the entire kind of, like, forest brush type area, it's burned down. It's not looking good. You already know how that is. So, you know, fire department's there. And they're just, like, trying to figure out what happened. And, you know, they're the parents are kind of explaining, yeah, this kid brought fireworks to the, uh, fireworks to the, uh, the, 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 the talent show. And believe it or not, fireworks and the talent show didn't go down that well because it, you know, shot backwards and burned down, you know, the entire school, not the entire school, the entire uh, forest. So yeah, the kid got in a lot of trouble. I mean, the kid got in some trouble, but also it was more, okay, this kid's 15. How did he get access to fireworks? Whatever, right? Turns out, you know, the spoiled kid's parents, like, had some, and they didn't, like, hide them from him properly. So it was a huge mess. I didn't get a ton of details of what exactly happened. I don't know. Probably kid got some kind of punishment. Parents probably got in some trouble for having them, and then, you know, probably had to, probably had to, like, do something to help recuperate the damage of the, uh, that was done to the, the forest or whatever. But, uh, unfortunately, right, because this happened a long time ago for, uh, for Bobby... Unfortunately, man, he hasn't done one of these since. Like, he legitimately has not, for the, he's 17 now, has, I mean, he's a little old now to do it, but, you know, on his 16, when he was 16, his parents were like, nah, we really shouldn't do it with the whole thing that happened last time. So, I mean, obviously, worst thing that's happened was, like, the forest, they they replant all these trees and stuff. However, also wasn't great for Bobby either, because, yeah, there was no more uh, competitions after that after the spoiled kid decided that he wanted to win so bad that he would essentially blow up the forest in a fireball, which is just wonderful. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the second story, Hank. So if I had to give a title to this, uh, to this story, it's going to be... Uh, and like if I was to title this as a YouTube video to get you guys interested, because I think you're going to find this one pretty interesting. The title would be, in quotation marks, I'm pregnant, <laughs> ex-girlfriend text or something like that. Yeah, so this is a very interesting one. Don't worry, it's still going to be relatively PG. I mean, it's a little bit PG-13-ish, so if that's not your thing, just just be aware. I mean, pre pregnancy it doesn't come from the storks. I'm not going to be the one who explains it to you. If you don't know, just wait for your parents. But anyways, right, I'm not going to have any weird details or anything. However, the story is still very interesting. So anyways, um, Hank, who we're going to call the subscriber in the story, and apologies if I said Hank for the subscriber in the last story. I'm, It's on my story sheet right now. The names are right next to each other. But we're calling the subscriber Hank. And anyways, Hank is a sophomore in college. And he has, you know, he goes to college kind of far away from where he lives. So whenever Hank goes back to his hometown, it, it's a good experience, you know. He gets to see all of his friends that he hasn't seen in forever again. He gets to, I mean, that's basically what he gets to do. And that's that's really nice, right? And uh, anyways, right, you know, his friends, you know, he came back, you know, to his hometown. He's meeting up with all of his friends or whatever. They're having a good time. And one of his friends, who we're just going to call Ben, of course we're going to call him Ben, um, you know, who we're just going to call him Ben. He says, hey, man, like, I'm having a lot of people over Friday night. I'd love for you to come out. It's not like you're not going to know everyone, but the majority of people that you used to know will be there. You should totally show up. So obviously, you know, you know Hank is like, yeah, man, of course, I'd love to go there. 
I, you know, I'd love to see you guys and it'd be cool to like, you know, hang out with you guys again. And it's been a long time since I've seen everyone at once. So sure enough, you know, Hank shows up there and he's like talking with all of his friends. It's a really good time. Even the people that he doesn't really know, they're friends with his friends. So it's like they mesh really easily, mesh really nicely, just really good stuff like that. And uh, another thing is like, Hank isn't like a millionaire, right? But it's kind of like known that Hank has this kind of like side business thing going. He's one of those guys who like got into drop shipping before it dried up or something like that. It's kind of known that, you know, Hank, while not being like a billionaire, he's not on a Forbes list or anything, from his kind of like online or side businesses or whatever, I wasn't giving specific details. These are just guesses. But for some reason, they know that, you know, he's doing pretty well and he's doing pretty well for himself. It's not like he has like a trust fund or something. But, like, he somehow found a way to, like, make a decent amount of money. So that is an important detail for you to know. And it, it'll play an important role in the future. Just, just listen, right? So anyways, May, Hank meets up with this girl that he never knew when he was, you know, when he lived here. And But he kind of recognized her name. It just seemed a little memorable. Um, it, uh, what Hank assumes is, you know, she just lived in the town but just didn't go to school with him and just... They just never happen to cross paths. And they hit it off really well. I mean, they hit it off. It, this doesn't go well, but uh, they hit it off really well. They're talking with each other. One of Hank's friends comes up to him after, not after the party, but after him and this girl stopped talking for like an hour or something. He's like, hey, man, like I was just talking with that, you know, that girl you're talking to. And Hank's like, yeah, dude, yeah. And he's like, I was just talking to one of her friends. She really likes you. And Hank's like, oh, okay. And, you know, he's, like, kind of gives him a wink and a nod, like, no, 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 she really likes you, man. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Because Hank, you know, was honestly just having, like, a good conversation with her. But, you know, he, she, she was pretty girl. Like, you know, uh, it is what it is, man. And I'm just going to leave out the next, the next bit of detail here. If you can make assumptions, you can make assumptions. Um, let's just say that they expressed interest in each other. Um and uh, did so kind of recklessly. Uh, but anyways, anyways, if, you, if that totally went over your head, that's fine. If you understand, you understand. It is what it is, right? So Hank, remember, Hank's is here for the summer. He doesn't have like an internship where he has to go somewhere else because he's working on his own kind of business type thing. And, and it's like online or whatever. So he has the ability to kind of be at home and chill with people, make his own hours or whatever. And two weeks later... He gets a text, and it's from a random number saying, hey, is this Hank? And, you know, Hank normally doesn't like responding to random numbers because a lot of times it's like, I don't know, scammers or spam or something. But when someone says, hey, is this, and then says your name, nine out of ten times, they're probably someone you know who just doesn't have your number and maybe got it from someone else and is just confirming that they typed it in right or they were given correct information. So Hank says, yeah, what's up? And, you know, this... The person responds, "Hey, this is this is Kate, right? Um, this is Kate from the uh, from the, the party or whatever." He's like, "Oh, hey, Kate, how's it going?" And she's like, "Hey, we gotta talk." And uh, I've said this before: whenever someone says we gotta talk, it's never like, "Hey, man, we gotta talk." I just wanted to let you know that you're awesome. I really love spending. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe once. Every trillion times? 
maybe. That, that Even that's a little hopeful. When someone says they want to talk and they don't specify that it's, like, totally fine, because people will say, oh, I, we got to talk. Oh, by the way, it's not, it's not a bad thing. That's different. But when someone just says ominously, we got to talk, dot, 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 like, sad face or something, it's, it's, not, it's not great. It will never be great. And uh, Hank was really confused on what was going on, or, like, what was even going to happen, right? So he is just like, yeah, what's up? He doesn't get a text back from her for, like, 10 minutes. So that was probably one of the most ominous 10 minutes. Hank had no idea what was coming, but he was like, yeah, no, this, this is not good. Like, whatever it is, it's, it's definitely not, like, a great thing that's probably happened. That's just my assumption here. And that's when he gets a, a war and peace length novel type text. And the problem, like the text was super, 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 super long. But the very beginning of the text message says, I think I'm pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe that wasn't the most serious way to address this, but uh, <laughs> this, you know that like the SpongeBob like wah, wah, sound effect. <laughs> Look, and there's, there's nothing wrong with like, in fact, you know, getting pregnant is probably, you know, it's miracle life, you know, great. But it's normally better when you want to. You know what I mean? It's normally better when you are prepared to, I should even say. You know? And Hank was not... Hank didn't know this girl. So Hank immediately, like, he's like, Oh my... Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh no. Oh no. But he continues to read, like, the rest of it. And it goes on to be like, Hey, I know you don't know me. I know, like, uh, this is pretty crazy. Like, this is insane. I know. Look, I understand that, like, you're, you're busy, you're a business person, you don't even live around here, you don't even know me. Like, I get it. And then she goes on to say, look, raising a child's pretty expensive. If you just kind of give me a lump sum up front, I won't bother you. Like, we're chilling. And here's, right away, so Hank was, like, feeling terrified up until the point where he read, like, if you give me a lump sum up front, that is, like, the the most, like, scammer way of doing, oh, just give me it all up front, man, I'll, I'll make you 10% back every single day, man, it just doesn't work, but, uh, yeah, so he reads that, and he's immediately, like, suspicious, red flag, whatever, so he doesn't text her back right away, he goes to te- go text his friend, and he sends a screenshot, his friend's like, holy shit, dude, and he's just like, oh, I'm not supposed to swear. It's family friendly. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, if you learned a new word today, tell your parents it was from the Bad Mouth TV and not the Connor Pugs YouTube channel. Anyways, he, and his friend's like, oh, my God, dude, like this, that, that's insane. And uh, sure enough, you know, he's like, OK, um, can you can you read it, though? Because I, I, I mean, his friend responded within like five seconds, meaning he just read the, the, the tagline. His friend responds, dude, that's really weird. Like, you know what? You chill. I'm going to go, like, talk to her friends or whatever because I got to get to, like, the bottom of this. So Hank is, like, this is, like, the most uncomfortable three hours of his life. He tries to go watch TV or videos or plays video games. He tries to do anything to distract himself, but it is incredibly difficult for obvious reasons. But that's when he gets a call from his friend, and he picks it up, and he's like, what's up? His friend's like, dude, you're not going to believe this. Like, I have, like, I went to her friends or who I thought were her friends. But apparently her friends, just com- they completely, like, exposed her or whatever. Le- like, check your phone, check your phone. So Hank's like, oh, word, okay. So Hank immediately feels a lot of relief because he's like, okay, she's definitely pulling something on me. And he looks at his phone, 
And within like five seconds, he receives like five texts from his friend. Let's just call him Ben, right? Let's say he's the same friend as before. And it's screenshots of like this girl, you know, uh, I forgot what he called her. We're just going to call her girl. The girl's friends and this girl, you know, talking with each other. And the screenshots are basically like her, her, her quote unquote friends talking with her. And this girl is talking about how... How she, like, you know, she got with this, like, really rich business person and how she's going to, like, swindle him out of, like, 20 grand or something. And this is going to be the greatest heist of all time. And that her and her little girlfriends can go out on a shopping spree afterwards or whatever. Why did her girlfriends, um, why did they rat her out? I don't know. Maybe they just had some decency. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. But when Hank sees this, he's like, oh, my God, like, that's that's insane. I never believed like something like this would ever happen. Like this is genuinely crazy. Thank you so much for going out of your way to figure this out for me. Like legit lifesaver. Thank you so much. It's basically what he said, right? And that's when, you know, Hank was like, all right, well, you know, this girl is trying to mess with me. You know, how do I mess with her back on this one? And uh, yeah, so basically, you know, Hank responds like, hey, he basically just wants to get a little bit more information. So he responds to her and it's like, hey. And she's like, hey, I'm, so, like, I'm sorry to put that all on you. Like, are you okay? Trying to be all like fake nice or whatever when the truth is she was not great. Not a great person here. Um, so anyways, Hank is like, hey, so I just, I just need a little bit, a few more details, right? And she's like, sure, 100%. What do you need? And she was probably expecting like, what's your bank account so I can wire transfer you some money, right? But in fact, it was like, he's like, hey, can I see the, the, the pregnancy test? And she's like, oh, I, I already threw it out. And he's like, uh, that's a little weird. Like, can you take another one? She's like, it's really expensive. I can't. And he's like, well, if you actually are pregnant and we're going to go through with this, like, you'd be getting a lot of money. I don't think that'd be an issue. And she's like, you don't know how much it is to, like, raise a child, which, side note, it's a ton of money to raise a child. That's why asking for 20 grand up front makes literally no sense because over time it's probably going to be a lot more than that. But whatever, right? So he's like, okay. He's like, and you're sure it like it was me and not someone else? And she's like, yes, yes, I'm 100% sure. Like, why can't you like see it from my point of view? Like, I will bring you to the courts or whatever. And then she started to get really aggressive like that. And uh, at this point, you know, she was like, uh, it, and this is where Hank was like, okay, time for me to play like, you know, the ace under my sleeve and basically just expose her. So what happens, right, is uh, he basically just sends her the text messages, like, sure, a little bit kind of threw her friends under, like, her friends probably didn't realize that she was going to be seeing her text messages sent back to her. But, you know, this girl, like, Hank sends this girl these messages, right, of just, like, basically proving that she's terrible, right, and basically proving that she was planning on faking a pregnancy to get 20 grand out of this guy to scam him for something that like an actual issue you know and uh she, she doesn't respond for an hour and then she responds back with this massive text paragraph whatever instead of like denying it because i think she realized that she was exposed enough she's like i'm so sorry i really need money to do x y basically a massive sob story and you know what hank does something so great he responds to the massive paragraph, basically being like, uh, give me the money anyways, with, you know, the iMessage uh, uh, pool app where it's like, do you want to play like uh, pool with me or whatever? He sent one of those. 
She obviously did not respond to that because I think she knew the gig was up. But after that point, you know, Hank went on his phone, told the story to his friend. And uh, yeah, from that point on, he realized that, wow, um, it's, a, it's an evil world we live in. Like, cue the, uh, cue the future clip, right? Uh, <laughs> It's, a, it's an evil world we live in, man. That's all I can say. So just uh, moral of the story is uh, be careful out there, kid. And just imagine for a second that you go and see your cousin who you haven't seen in over two years, and it turns out that your cousin is the most spoiled kid on planet Earth. In the entire time that you're there, he's flexing just how expensive his new Yeezy Supreme Hype Beast Bape Brick cinder block is, dude. And you're kind of just sitting there the entire time questioning your life and being like, why? Why, why do I live just to suffer, bro? Yeah, but anyways, uh, that's the story that we're gonna be, I'm gonna be telling you today, so sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, and let's just simply jump right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted this story, Ryan, and Ryan had not seen his little cousin in about two years at this point, and we're gonna call the little cousin, uh, or Ryan's little cousin in the story, Ben. So the thing is, two years ago, they just had a kind of, not a falling out, but like, I know that like Ryan's mom and Ben's mom just didn't really leave on good terms. Um, so like Ryan's mom was always like, they were always like a, a somewhat middle-class normal family. Like they were really, they never like had to struggle that much, but they also never were able to do anything that fun. Like if they were going to have a vacation, it would be like, I don't know, to like, a, their vacations would be like down the street. You go to the hotel there. You're not going to like Fiji or you're, you're going in the, the France or whatever. And the thing is like Ben, Ryan's cousin, would literally have a vacation every two months to like the most exotic place on planet Earth. But that wasn't the reason why they had a falling out. The reason why they had a falling out was that it was actually um, Ben's mom. So Ryan's cousin, Ben, his mom, or I guess Ryan's aunt, aunt aunt dude i'm not good with family trees but basically um ben the spoiled kid it was his mom so ryan's aunt it was her like wedding and ben and or ryan and his mom showed up and ryan's like parents couldn't afford like a thousand dollars to give her in like a wedding gift so they got her something that was like fairly sentimental right they were like i don't know his sentimental gift but since like uh I don't know, like, Ben's mom was kind of like everyone else at the at the wedding was giving her, like, oh, here's gold-encrusted carrot for you. It restores the most hunger with good saturation. It's great in Minecraft. And they give her, like, oh, here's, like, I don't know, gold-encrusted in whatever, or just, like, really expensive stuff. And then, uh, so, basically, Ben's mom had a very snarky comment to Ryan's mom about, like, how, like, it's a cheap gift or something like that. And after that point, they kind of had a falling out. However, two years past that point, Ryan's mom and Ben's mom kind of got on the phone together. And since I think they're sisters, I think that's how it works. Somehow they're, like, closely related, right? They decided that, like, just, like, they got to get over it. Like, they're family, they're not going to live forever, and that, like, you know, it's just important for them to, like, stick together, and, like, something petty like that is ridiculous. I think both sides apologize for the way that they reacted, which, you know, I do understand, like, some people might be like, why did Ryan's mom, like, apologize? Like, she didn't do anything besides getting a gift for her sister who had a wedding, but at the same time, Ryan's mom did cut them off for two years. So there's not really anyone who is like in the complete clear in that one. But either way, both of them kind of chill out with each other and are on good terms. So Ryan's mom informs Ryan that he is going to go that this like summer, that they're going to go stay a week at, you know, Ben's mom or her sister's house or whatever. And that, you know, that's it's going to be a great time because they have a really good house. 
and they live in a pretty cool neighborhood type place and it's near, I don't know, it's like on the shore. So maybe they're in Cape Cod or Nantucket or one of those places, right? So there's going to be a lot of fun things for Ryan to do there. And Ryan kind of looks at his mom and is like, yeah, but like, I know I'm going to have to hang out with Ben. And the thing is, right, ever since Ben was a little kid, he was kind of like a notorious spoiled brat. He was not that fun to hang out with. But, you know, Ryan's mom was like, you know what, like, you know what, Ryan, Ben was like two years ago, like I know two years doesn't sound like a long time. But you know, since he's a younger kid, they mature really quickly. He's probably, you know, he's probably a much better person now. Like, I think that you're not giving him like a good opportunity to prove himself. And Ryan's like, you know, all right, like, I'm not gonna make a stink about it. Like, obviously, that's very nice of them to invite us up there. So yeah, like, that's fine. It's all good. So eventually, the summertime rolls around. And Ryan gets in the car with his mom and they drive up about two hours to go see, you know, uh, Ryan's little cousin, Ben, and, uh, you know, Ryan's mom's sister. So, you know, they already know, they already know that something's like, this is not your normal house because they're driving up, right? They're driving up to go see this guy to go to Ben's house or I guess Ryan's mom's sister, but same thing, right? They're going up to the house and you know, it's a different house when you have to like enter a driveway just to get to their house and the driveway to get to their house takes like three minutes to drive. And I don't mean like a driveway down a street. I mean a driveway to their house. Like this was like a mega mansion, bro. This thing was huge. Yeah. And at this point, like, you know, Ryan kind of turns to his mom and is like, this kid's house is like enormous. Like we haven't even gotten there yet. And Ryan's mom's like, yeah, you do remember like, you know, my sister's like, husband is a very successful banker or I don't know he invented Apple he's Steve Jobs guys he's back from the dead I don't know man but yeah like you know they're very successful and uh like I like this isn't really surprising however Ryan was just like admiring the like the drive up there because they had like crazy like uh, plants from all over the country or all over the world I should say it was super green and lush and it was beautiful they eventually get up to the house and you know Ryan's mom gets out of the car and you know, her sister gets out and they kind of embrace each other because I don't think they've seen each other in person ever since they had the falling out over the wedding. So now at this point, you know, Ryan gets out and he sees Ben and Ben's kind of just looking at him and Ben isn't like looking like disgusted or anything. He's like, oh no, how did the pores break through our gate? Mother, shoot him now. He isn't like doing anything crazy like that. However, he isn't looking like that excited to see him. But then again, he's still like a, like a 13 year old kid. Like he's still a kid and Ryan being 16 is significantly older, right? So he can't be like, wow, why isn't this 13 year old like have showing his best behavior and manners? Like, yeah, it's not great, but the kid was 13. So it doesn't really matter. So Ryan goes up to him. He's like, Hey Ben, it's been a while since I've seen you. And Ben's like, yeah, like it's been a second. Good to see you again. And Ryan's like, all right, this kid seems nice enough, whatever. And after Ryan's mom and her sister, right, are done like embracing for the first time in two years, you know, they're like, Oh, like Ryan's sister, like, uh, Ryan's mom's sister. I'm just gonna say Ben's mom from here on out. Ben's mom's like, oh, you guys should come inside, like bring your stuff in, whatever, right? So they go inside the house. And let me just say the house has like four floors to it. It's a crazy epic house. They got a massive pool and water slide in the back. It's like, just an awesome house, right? So they get in there and the guest floors are on like the fourth floor. So Ryan's like walking up all the stairs, like all the floors. And he's just like, oh my God, is this a house or a hotel, bro? Like, I swear to God, like you could have the entire like city and like, you could have my entire neighborhood live in this house and there'd still be a bedroom left over at this point. 
So they got up to the final floor, they put their stuff in there, and they walked down. And uh, yeah, at this point, you know, Ryan's mom is talking with Ben's mom, because they didn't look. They had kind of had like two years, like two years at this point of like not speaking to each other. So they had at least two years of catching up to do, right? So at this point, Ryan's mom's like, hey, Ryan, how about you just go catch up with Ben, your little like cousin or whatever. And Ryan kind of gives a look to his mom of like, bro, like, <laughs> dude, like we all know what this kid is like. Because Ryan, while being fine going on this trip, right, wasn't necessarily trying to spend an exorbitant amount of time with his little cousin Ben, because he still had an assumption that he was pretty spoiled. But Ryan's mom kind of gives him a death stare of a do what I say or you will explode at three in the morning, you know, and he's like, okay, fine, whatever. So Ryan walks over and like, or goes over to Ben and Ben's like, yeah, come up here, I'll show you my room. So Ben opens up his door and like, sure enough, his room is like, Ben's room is pretty awesome. There's, like, everything that a kid could ever want. You got on, like, one desk. You got an Xbox. You got a PC with a massive monitor. And it's like, you know it's an expensive PC, right? You got the Lego Death Star, which was fire. I never, like, I had Lego Star Wars a little bit back in the day. I was more of a Star Wars action figure guy than a Lego guy. But even I could admire, like, a Lego Star Wars, like a Death Star. Like, I know how crazy those are. Yeah, but anyways, just looking around the room, there's literally everything that, like, a kid could want, and that's when Ben's like, dude, come over here. So Ron's like, all right, what's up? He walks over, and Ben opens up his closet door, and sure enough, there's, like, a massive shoe rack. So Ben apparently is, like, almost like a hype beast shoe collector, so you already know that this kid is the worst. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, if any of you guys like that stuff. I had a stint where I really, or like a very small period of time where I was like, oh my God, if it has a Supreme logo on it, it's awesome. So like I fell down that trap too, but like I was broke, bro. Like I was a kid, I didn't have any money. So the, like the most hypebeast thing I had were Supreme socks. Yeah, I unironically bought those because I was like, oh, I'm going to be cool now. I'm going to get all the ladies. Let me just say that that was not the case. Unfortunately, I really thought that for a second. And also, by the way, I said a couple videos ago, if we got a thousand likes in like a day, that I would tell you guys about the worst, <laughs> the way I asked out my eighth grade girlfriend, which might be literally, it's worse than any story I've ever told on here. I'm not even kidding you. And I'm sticking to my word. I will be doing that because uh, I got a thousand likes in like five hours or something crazy. So thank you again. I'm just going to be doing that a little bit later. I'm going to be doing it when I think the time is right, but I will now be doing it. So you guys have unlocked the cringiest story on planet Earth. Kind of hate you guys for that, but also thank you for the likes. Yeah, but uh, anyways, so, you know, Ben is like, dude, take a look at these. And he pulls up like the supreme off-white fear of God, super sneakers um, with the tags or whatever and the box logo and he just like pulls up this like pair of shoes that are low-key kind of ugly and he's like dude guess how much these are and ryan already knew that this was going to be where things went downhill because the spoiled kid is literally saying just like oh guess how much guess how expensive these shoes are right and you know brian doesn't really want to play that game but he's like whatever he's like i don't know man like a 100 bucks because like bro like, Ryan just didn't involve himself anywhere in this world. And at this point, the spoiled kid, a.k.a. Ben, his cousin, starts literally maniacally laughing. Like, the kid is like an anime supervillain, bro. He's just laughing like... He's laughing like he knows something. He's laughing like, I don't know, he has an evil plot. This kid is laughing like he's the Joker in Batman, bro. Like, it's ridiculous. And Ryan's like, uh, what? And Ben's like... These go for $1,200 at retail. 
And Ryan's like, dude, why would someone pay $1,200 for shoes? And that's when Ben looks down at his shoes and says, I don't know, but why would someone even pay $10 for those stinkers? And he literally points at Ryan's shoes, which are like, dude, they're like Nike shoes. Like they're very standard, normal shoes, right? I mean, yeah, sure. They're a little bit beat up and that's, that's for sure. Right. However, they're very standard shoes. Like I got some like Nike shoes on right now. And yeah, these things are really worn. Like the bottoms are basically falling off. However, they work, bro. Like they're solid shoes. They do the job. And kind of Ryan's looking at him like, bro, shoes are shoes, man. Like as long as they're not doing damage to your feet and like you can walk in them properly, what's the point? And Ben's like, what's the point? The point is that they're expensive. <laughs> and Ryan's like, well, I guess we got to agree to disagree about what's important in a shoe. And Ryan's like, or Ben's like, wait until you see this. My prize, pre my prize possession. He pulls out like, I don't know, some other shoe. And it just looks ridiculous to uh, Ryan because it's like Yeezy Supreme Bape collaboration shoe for $25,000 million. And, you know, and Ben's like, oh, and this one, this one, guess how many of your shoes you'd have to like sell to get one of these shoes? Like Ben literally uses the metric of how crappy Ryan's shoes are in his mind in comparison to how epic his shoe is. He's like, how many of your poor person shoes would you have to sell to have one of my expensive shoes? Like literally being the worst ever. And in Ryan's mind, he's like, look, I knew that this kid was probably going to be a spoiled brat, right? But bro, this is a whole new level. Like, this is a whole new level of entitled kid, right? Like, this is a whole new, like, this is, this is like, oh my, this is out of this world, bro. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled down below. Spoiled will be the secret word of the day. I'll try and heart a bunch of comments to say spoiled. So if you're trying to farm some hearts on the channel, make sure to comment spoiled down below and I'll heart as many as I can. And also, if you want to support the channel, the best way you can do so is by watching this video all the way till the end. And then after that, when you guys have the time, if you do want to binge watch the old videos, you can either go to the playlist, which I'll leave in the pinned comment down below, which has all my videos, or just go to whatever YouTube recommends. Please let me know in the comment section if you're watching a bunch of my old videos. It really supports the channel. I'll try and heart and reply to those comments to say thank you. Anyways, let's get back to the story, right? So Ryan's just sitting in the shoe closet with his, uh, with his little cousin. And his little cousin's like, oh, and this hoodie over here goes for $1,200. How much does your hoodie go for? First of all, Ryan wasn't even wearing a hoodie. He was wearing like a Hanes t-shirt, which... I mean, it works, right? Hanes t-shirt's a Hanes t-shirt. It does the job and it looks fine. And like at this point, like Ben is like, dude, show me the tag. Like show me the label on that. And Ryan's like, dude, it doesn't really have a label. It's like a Hanes t-shirt. And Ben's like, uh, you mean Hanes X Supreme collab? And Ryan's like, no. Uh, Hanes X bathing ape collab? Ryan's like, no, like Hanes X Hanes collab, bro. Like no collab there. And Ryan's like, wait, you mean it's a normal, or Ben's like, wait, you mean it's a normal Hanes t-shirt? Dude, is this like joking? Are you, are, dude, are, if you're trying to be funny right now, you are hilarious. I'm just going to let you know. That was very funny. You are like entertaining me more than anyone else my mom has ever paid to entertain me. And <laughs> Ryan's just like, what the frick, dude? Like, what is this kid on? Like, whatever, whatever drug, uh, whatever, uh, substance this I, I can't say these things youtube don't be mad whatever this kid is on bro i'm trying to smoke some of that too <laughs> she, she uh i can't be saying any of this youtube's gonna be big mad at me um but anyways right 
So eventually, he's called down by his mom, and they sit down, and they have dinner. And of course, Ben's parents have, like, or Ben has a personal chef, which, by the way, if you have any of these things that, like, that the spoiled kid has, that doesn't mean anything bad against you. It's like, you got, you, you look, you, you got a lucky hand in life. Like, as long as you don't let that go to your head, you're chilling in my book because, like, you couldn't really control that either way. So I have nothing intrinsically against you. But if you're acting like Ben, then, like, bro, you're kind of asking for it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so when they're down there, like, the personal chef comes out, and he's cooked up, like, some crazy good meal. Like, this meal is super good. It's like, I don't know, it's like this, uh, just imagine, like, some kind of really exotic, fancy meal or something. And the thing is, though, it was a little bit out there. Like, it was kind of like, it wasn't like a hamburger from McDonald's. It was a little bit more complicated than that. So everyone around the table was, like, kind of excited for this. Like, Ryan and Ryan's mom look at each other like, we haven't had a meal this good since dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait, the wedding. So it's been, like, two years since the last time we saw these guys. Because, I don't know, Ryan's used to, like, I don't know, a Chick-fil-A run, some, I don't know, some Panda Express, which you can't complain about. But, I don't know, when you see this stuff in comparison, you're like, God damn, like, this is food. But the thing is, there was one person at the table that was not very happy about it. And it was Ben. And Ben was about to pitch the biggest fit ever. He was like, Garçon, come back here. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I called the, the French chef Garçon, but it seems to be fitting. Because it's like every like Disney movie has the chef called Garçon, so we're going to call the guy Garçon. So Garçon, the chef, comes back in. He's like, yes. And Ben's like, this is... He takes a bite of it. <laughs> he like doesn't vomit it up, but he like spits it back up into his napkin super like aggressively like very very clearly trying to make a point that he doesn't like what's being served which fair you don't have to like everything even if something's like considered a delicacy that doesn't mean you have to like it right that's totally fine if ben was to say like respectfully to the chef like hey i appreciate the work you put in here but at the end of the day like i just i just don't enjoy this type of stuff personally like can you just cook me up some, like, pasta or something real quick? Like, I apologize, but could you do that? Then that would be totally fine, and I wouldn't have a single thing to say wrong about Ben. However, if you're having the chef come over and you, like, puke it up into your napkin, dude, that's, like, spitting in the face of the chef who spent hours and hours doing this. Like, that's mad disrespectful. So the chef, being paid by them, has to hold his tongue, because I'm sure if this was just a normal guy, he would take a glove and slap him in the, slap him in the face. But yeah, he kind of holds his tongue. He's like, all right, uh, Ben, or whatever. Would you like something else then? And Ben's like, obviously, I'm definitely not going to be eating this, dude. So sure enough, the chef takes it away and he like whips him up some. He just like grub hubs McDonald's or something. I don't know, man. Something that Ben would like. And Ryan and his mom kind of look at each other like, uh, what the heck is going on here, bro? Like, this kid is crazy. And uh, Ryan's kind of giving his mom a look of like, Bro, I told you this kid was spoiled. I told you this kid was spoiled, bro. Like, I told you. Yeah, but anyways, um, so the next day comes around, and they're just chilling, and it's like kind of a hot day out. So Ryan's mom, or Ryan's sister, a.k.a. Ben's mom, says, Hey, boys, how about you go to the, how about you get changed into your swimming trunks or whatever? You go out in the back. And in all fairness, Ryan was actually... He was actually pretty excited to go out in the back because, like, it did seem pretty awesome. He's not going to lie. Like, it was a whole, I don't know, it was a whole, like, water park back there. So Ryan's not going to lie to you guys and say that he wasn't at least a little bit excited to go back there. So he gets in his trunks and, you know, he goes out. 
at this point, right, you know, Ryan's like, wow, this thing's amazing. Because it wasn't just a big pool. It was like a pool with a slide, but the slide was like terraformed to make it look like, I don't know, it was like a, vault, a mountain and you were sliding down a mountain and there was like fake palm trees all around. It was like really beautiful and really pretty and really awesome. And Ryan was kind of excited, right? So he was having a good time. And about 30 minutes later, after Ryan was done kind of messing around on everything, both Ben and Ryan sit on like sun chairs or whatever to kind of chill in the sun and dry off. So at this point, Ryan was actually having a really good day and he was like, okay, in his head, he was like, yeah, Ben was kind of a, like a butt yesterday. However, today he seems to be chilling, which is pretty cool. And like, I can respect that, right? And uh, almost as soon as Ryan is done thinking that exact thought, Ben opens his mouth and once again says something pretty out of pocket. So Ben opens his mouth and he says, like, you're welcome for, for me letting you stay at my awesome house. Which, like, what, bro? Why would you say that? Like, yes, it is implied. Like, it would be a nice if at the end of the trip, Ryan, it would actually be very courteous if Ryan was to say, thank you for letting me stay at your house. But to tell someone, like, I bet you're super thankful that I, I'm letting you stay at my house, bro, that just defeats the whole purpose, bro. Like, obviously, they're thankful. And even if they're not thankful, it would be the polite thing for them to say that. But that's on them to say it. That's not on you to force it out of them. Like, that's just some goofy behavior right there. So, yeah, um, uh, I mean, Ryan kind of just looks at Ben and says, yeah, man, because, I mean, he was. Like, he's having a good time. But he definitely felt it was super weird that Ben was to say that to him. So he's like, yeah, man, like, I, I appreciate it. I do. And that's when Ben goes on to say, like, must be nice to have a break from your, your little tiny hut that you live in somehow. Which was just the most condescending sentence you've ever heard. Like, imagine someone, like, like you're at someone's house and they're like, you're welcome for, like, getting you out of that little hut, that little, that little broom closet, that little Harry Potter under the stairs closet that you call a house, bro. Like, dang, dude. Like, <laughs> the thing is, too, like, Ryan's house wasn't that bad. It, I mean, yeah, it was, like, one story, but he had his own room. There was a kitchen. There was a TV. There was a couch. What else could you want, dude? Like, legitimately, what else could you want? Sure, he didn't have 17 floors, an elevator, a pool, a, 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 a Disneyland in his backyard or whatever. However, you know, he had a good family and he had a bed. He had a roof. He had a kitchen counter or whatever. He was chilling. So he kind of, like, ignores this comment. Ryan kind of, like, laughs a little bit to try and laugh it off because it was kind of an awkward situation. He's not going to lie. But, uh, yeah, the kid actually continues on and is like, Ben's like, how, dude, like, I've been thinking about this recently. How do you actually live in those kind of situations? Like, I've seen some documentaries on TV. It's like, when I, when my parents donate to those, like, organizations, does, like, a little bit of that go to you? <laughs> Which, Ryan, Ryan's low-key trying to hold his composure. He's, he's not even mad. He's legit not even mad. He just thinks it's funny. It, it, it's just funny. Like, bro, are you serious right now? Like, are you real? The, the, the charities that are helping, you know, people that are in, like, food insecure or in countries that don't have as good of, like, a support system, bro, like, you're really, you're, you're grouping me in with them? Like, just because I can't go to, like, Fiji every two weeks, dude? Are you serious? 
So yeah, Ryan is just kind of looking at him. He kind of laughs it off or whatever. And nothing really else happens for the rest of the day. So on the third day, the next day, you know, Ryan and Ben's mom decide that they want to go in and they want to go to like the whatever center and shop or whatever. And, uh, you know, Ryan and Ben, you know, they had the option of staying in the house, which Loki Ryan was like, dude, I don't want to go shopping in some women's stores, bro. I'm not trying to do that. Like, I'm not trying to sit around in the chairs that are meant for the husbands, you know, like, dude, I'm not trying to do that because, you know, Ryan, he brought his computer. Maybe he's trying to watch some Netflix, maybe trying to play some games or something. But obviously, right, Ben is like, wants to go to the Hypebeast store, the, 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 the shoe locker store and buy all the shoes in there or something. And, you know, Ryan's mom's like, Ryan, since, you know, you don't get to see your little cousin that often, you should come along too. And Ryan, once again, gives a look to his mom like, bro, are you, are, are you trying to make me hate myself? Like, are, do you hate me as an individual? Like, what's the word on this, bro? Like, are you trying to set me up right now? But yeah, Ryan has to show up as well, whether he likes it or not. And so Ben and Ryan, you know, they're separated from the parents. The parents are like, all right, we're going to go this way. You go, you boys shop wherever you want. And so Ben is like, all right, follow me, dude. And he brings them to like the hype beast, super expensive, whatever store. And uh, yeah, so, you know, they get in there and, you know, you know, Ryan's looking around a little bit. He sees this one shoe that he thinks is kind of sick. He's like, these are kind of like, this is, these are kind of fire. Like, I actually could, like, pull these off. And he picks it up, and he looks at the bottom, and it's like 60 bucks. He's like, oh, hell not, nah, bro. I'm not trying to drop 60 bucks on this. And, and like, Ben turns around. He's like, are you going to get those? And Ryan is like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think I am. Ben's like, why? I think they look good on you. And Ryan wasn't really trying to say, oh, they're 60 bucks. I don't feel like spending that. Because he knew that, like, Ben was definitely going to have an out-of-pocket comment. And sure enough, like, Ryan eventually is kind of pushed into the corner because Ben's like, I think they look good on you. Ryan's not going to lie and say that they wouldn't because they obviously were going to look pretty fire on him. So he ends up saying, like, yeah, I just don't know if I want to drop 60 bucks on it. And Ben comes up with the most out-of-pocket comment you've ever heard. He's like, well, I mean, bro, if you just, like... If you just, like, grinded like I did, if you just worked harder, you would have definitely been able to afford that. And Ryan just turns around. He's like, dude, what? So Ryan's been holding it in pretty well, but at this point, he's like, nah, this is crazy. So sure enough, uh, you, know, you know, Ben keeps on going on like, yeah, I mean... I'm super hardworking, and for that reason, I can literally get anything I ever want, like, at these stores. Like, that's what all this stuff I was showing you. Dude, I wasn't just flexing. I was trying to inspire you. Which Ryan was like, bro, 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 bro. Come on now. You were trying to inspire me by flexing those shoes your parents bought you? And he basically says, like, I don't understand. And, you know, Ben goes on to say, well... Because I'm working so hard, I wanted to show you what the fruits of my labor looked like. And the thing is, right, it's not like, I don't know, Ben had some, like, secret business, some dropshipping business or something, or he ran a chain of lemonade stands or something like that. Bro legitimately just, like, played, like, Call of Duty and, like, collected shoes. He just had credit card access to his parents' card, who really just didn't care how much he spent on it at this point. So, like, Ryan was just like, oh, man, like, that's kind of ridiculous. However... There was one thing that, like, uh, this kid, Ben, dude low-key messed up. Bro low-key messed up, bro. Because here's the thing. Ben's mom and Ryan's, or Ryan's mom and Ben's mom, they were done shopping at whatever, and they wanted to go and get lunch. So they were walking in, and, you know, Ben's mom's like, oh, 
I know the guys are definitely in that store over there because it's like the one store that Ben is always wanting to go to. So Ben's mom and Ryan's mom walk in and they're walking up and they can't seem to find the kids. However, Ryan and Ben were like one aisle behind them. So when Ben starts talking, Ryan's mom and Ben's mom are like, oh, that's where they are. But the thing is, right, they stop like Ben's mom at least stops walking over when he hears her son talk, when he when she hears her son talking and Ben's mom hears everything that Ryan or that Ben says. So after that little conversation, you know, Ben and Ryan are like or Ryan's like, uh, it's probably getting around lunchtime. Should we find the parents? And as soon as he says that Ben's mom and Ryan's mom, they kind of like burst out from behind the scenes and they're and you know, Ryan's like, oh, how long have you guys been here? And Ben's mom literally says long enough. Like Ben's mom was was not having it right now. She was not happy at all. And like Ryan was kind of confused. He was a little worried that like, I don't know, his mom and like Ben's mom got another like fight or whatever or just disagreed over something again. So he is kind of like, oh, geez, like what's going on now? And that's when Ben's mom, instead of being mad at Ryan's mom or Ryan, goes immediately to Ben. And it's just like, like I like I overheard everything you said to Ryan like just a second ago. And Ben's like, what about like how I'm trying to inspire him? Because, like, Loki Ben didn't see anything wrong in what he was saying, which at this point, you guys might be blaming Ben, and I totally understand where you're coming from. But at the end of the day, kid is 13. At that age, you're really just molded by your parents at that point. So the fact that Ben was, like, trying to inspire Ryan by flexing and telling him to work harder, bro, was just because that was, like, the that was just the aura slash energy slash parenting that, like, his parents gave off to him, right? I mean, you're shaped by your parents when you're that young. But Ben's mom was not having it. She was like, I don't understand how you could possibly think that, you know, calling, like, calling out Ryan for not spending that much money on shoes will inspire him. And Ben's like, well, if he worked as hard as me, he'd be able to spend like I do. So I'm just trying to, like, inspire him to work as hard as me. And that's when, like, you know, because here's the thing. Sure, um, Ben's mom was a little bit, like, living on a different planet since she kind of had unlimited money too. But she grew up as a sister with uh, Ryan's mom and they grew up in a household where money was much tighter. So even though Ryan's mom or Ben's mom right now might have been a little bit delusional at some points and especially, you know, when she called out Ryan's mom for giving her a cheap present, that was probably like a little bit of delusion plus wedding day nerves. But she still had enough context, enough life experience and real world understanding to understand how crazy of a statement that was. So she goes on to like berate the spoiled kid, basically saying like, I don't understand what you mean work harder. Like, like your dad and I have like probably have mistakenly given you unlimited access to our credit cards. We thought that that would make you like a better kid for some reason or just make you happy, but it seems like it's turned you into like an ungrateful, spoiled brat. Like, what do you mean that you've been working like so hard or whatever? And Ben tries to justify that like that one time that he cleaned his room was like why he has like $100,000 to spend. And Ryan and Ryan's mom, the entire time are kind of looking at each other, especially after the spoiled kid tries to justify why he can spend $1,000 on shoes every single day was because he cleaned his room once and that, that that was literally the epitome of grind set and he's grinding and that's like his hard work. Hard work pays off or whatever, right? And at this point, Ben's mom realizes that she messed up, that this is Loki on her and that she's got to take a like quick evasive parenting maneuvers to try and fix the situation. 
So she informs like Ben that, you know, the money he'll be spending from this point on will be 100% due to his like hard work or anything and that he will be able to have the opportunity to get money from hard work by jobs around the house that she'll be paying out and that he no longer has access to their credit cards. Ben immediately, right, and here's the thing. Like, I know for a fact that, like, Ben's mom was going to be like, hey, tie your shoes, here's $25,000, or, oh, go cut the grass for a million dollars. Like, okay, maybe not that extreme, but she was definitely not going to be like, okay, if you work in the yard for nine hours, I'll give you 10 bucks. That's low-key how it normally goes for 99.99% of kids, if their parents are even going to pay them. Like, most parents are like, dude, you have to clean, like, you clean the house, clean the, like, yard, do all this, we're not going to pay you, dude. Like, you're living under our roof. Like, you should be doing it either way. But you know for a fact that, like, Ben's parents were going to give him a ton of money for doing nothing. However, even though that was totally the case, Ben starts having a meltdown in the store because his parents cut him off from his credit card. Or not his credit card. Cut him off from their credit card. He's like, that's so unfair. Like, you know that one of my hobbies is collecting expensive shoes. How on earth do you think I'll be able to keep up that hobby? Like, that makes me really different. Don't you care about college applications or something? Which, like, funny that, like, this kid who's 13 is, like, trying to leverage him buying expensive shoes as something that would get him into college. Yeah, right, bud. At this point, might as well just, like, might as well just say that, like, you're a spoiled brat on your college application letter at this point. But anyways, he keeps, like, ranting on, and Ben's mom is yelling at him, like, like, you can't change my mind. Like, I know I created this monster, but I'm going to fix you, too. And he's like, you can fix me by giving me unlimited access back or whatever. And Ben's like, well, I still have the credit card, and you're not going to be able to take it back. So after he says that, like, Ben's mom literally calls up, like, the bank or whatever while they're standing there and says, hey, I want you to cancel card number and says whatever, right? And Ben starts, like, crying in the middle of the store, like, mom, no 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 you can't cancel that mom no please like i'm not a spoiled kid i'll prom i promise i'll show you he's like having a full-on meltdown ryan is very 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 uncomfortably sitting there just kind of like oh my god like what am i like what am i supposed to do in this situation bro like i seriously don't even know what's going on. like what do i do right and after about 20 minutes of like ben crying or freaking out or whatever they all decide to just go back home at this point and for the rest of the days, it's actually not a bad time. However, Ben is in the worst mood ever. Like, you, he, you come downstairs and you'd be like, how's it going? And he'd, say, and he'd be like, terrible, I hate everything, and then storm back upstairs. But other than that, they had really good food and they went to some really cool places. And afterwards, on the car ride back, you know, you know, Ryan's mom was like, you know, my sister's actually like a really cool person now. I think she was just going through a phase. And Ryan's like, well, um, I, unfortunately, ma'am, or mom, I can't say the same for Ben. And Ryan's mom's like, yeah, I guess he wasn't as good as I was hoping he would be. And uh, Ryan very jokingly says, hey, mom, do you want to give me unlimited credit card access to your account? And she's like, yeah, that sounds like a great way to raise my child. They both kind of laugh and they drive back home. And uh, moral of the story is just don't be a spoiled kid, bro. That's all I'm trying to say.